Welcome to Season 4 in Wonderworld Book Cafe, where in fun-sized episodes, I serve up all things books and stories. I'm Susan Taylor and delighted to spend a tidbit of time with you to share middle grade and young adult books. If you're like me and recommend books to these audiences, pour a cup of tea or a vanilla latte and listen in. I'll provide enough information to help you decide if a book is right for you or the young readers you serve. However, I won't give away all of the details just in case you're interested in reading it too. I'm nestled in at Wonderworld Book Cafe with steam rising from my cup and of course a book on my lap. Thanks for joining me today in the cafe. Every time they take attendance, Omid becomes a speed bump, a proceed with caution, or even a stop sign. But Jeff is full speed and blue skies ahead. His phonetic obstacles are hurdled with ease. G-E-O-F-F becomes Jeff, a normal word, a normal person, instantly. But Omid gets butchered, shortened, or stretched. It becomes an om or an um. My name becomes a question I must answer. Here's a tiny glimpse into Omid's world as he navigates high school in Tucson, Arizona as a Persian American. Welcome to episode 74, featuring a novel written in verse, An Impossible Thing to Say, written by Arya Shahi for a young adult audience. Just over 407 pages will speed by in this unforgettable story and a favorite format of so many readers. It's July 4th, 2001 in Tucson, Arizona, as Omid, who is a first-generation Persian-American, is at the airport welcoming his grandparents, Baba June and Mama June, who are moving to the U.S. from their homeland, Iran. Omid has never met his grandparents in person, and he says, they stepped off the plane, stepped out of the pictures in their frames, and right into our lives. Omid's parents met in the U.S. Both came right before Iran's revolution in 1979. If they had stayed in Iran, it would have been illegal for them to marry. Mom's family is Baha'i, dad's family, Muslim. With Baba June and Mama June here now, Omid is thrilled to know more about their history, which is his too. Omid's first language was Farsi, but he worries that he's forgetting it. But with new Sunday family gatherings, he feels so connected to his past, and he gets to speak Farsi. Only a few short months after welcoming his grandparents, the U.S. faced 9-11. Like so many immigrants across the United States, Omid's parents are shocked and worry about Omid and his younger brother's safety, comparing this to the 1979 hostages taken in Tehran. Now he and his family are coping with the aftermath and what it brings to them as an Iranian family living in the U.S. But school goes on as usual, where Omid loves his honors English class, and he's intrigued with the opportunity to perform in Shakespeare's play, A Midsummer Night's Dream. Omid loves to read and write, he loves words, and he loves Shakespeare, especially how Shakespeare plays with words. But he's shy, and Omid doesn't have any words when he really needs them, not in English or in Farsi. So it's surprising, even to him, when he asks the new girl, Emily, if she'd like to audition with him, and she agrees. He is thrilled. From here, their relationship seems to be growing. Emily even gives Omid a CD with some of her favorite songs, and he really connects with the lyrics. They get together to rehearse their lines for the play over and over. As is the case with teens, he has to contend with peer pressure counter to his own, his own values, and jealousy starts to creep in about Emily. 
Omid's best friend Sammy scoffs at Emily's song choices. So Sammy takes it into his own hands and he makes Omid a CD of his own filled with rap music. Eminem, P. Diddy, Jay-Z. A huge turning point as Omid connects these songs with Shakespeare's works. It's not an exaggeration to say that rap music opens up Omid's world and finally gives him his own speaking voice, one he couldn't quite find in either Farsi or English. Omid begins writing about his life through rap. Through this newfound gift of having the right words, he uses the lyrics to delve into his feelings about 9-11 and the aftermath he and his family endure. But it feels so good to finally get it out. He's embracing his Persian roots and time spent with his grandparents. And he's receiving all kinds of encouragement for the outstanding effort he's putting towards his part in the play. Omid's world is looking brighter, finally. But in a moment of anger, Omid makes a quick decision that may threaten his part in the play. And then he learns a close family member has disappeared. I hope this small glimpse into Omid's life in An Impossible Thing to Say is enough to pique your curiosity and make you want to pick up a copy. Since not every story is for every reader, I'd like to mention there are anti-Arab aggressions, some leading to destruction of property. Some sparse curse words are also used. Wondering who might be interested in reading this story? So many readers will resonate with Omid. He's funny, he's sarcastic, and so genuine. Omid may just be able to put into words what some readers can't just yet. First-generation Americans may just connect to Omid's experiences, while other readers learn what it's like to straddle two cultures, while not wanting to lose the former. Shakespeare fans, fans of rap music, fans of stories written in verse, an ancestral connection, there is a wide audience for this story. I love knowing authors' backgrounds and seeing what pieces of their own lives they weave into the stories they create for us. There is a lot of Arya Shahi's life here. He is an author, playwright, and a rapper. Just like Omid, he's Persian and grew up in Tucson, Arizona. While this story is a fiction, Arya Shahi says that he took about 10 years worth of events that happened to him in his own life and put them into the four-month span of this book. To quote him, the way rappers are using language is beautiful. He grew up listening to Persian poetry and he made connections to rap music naturally. I wandered onto his website and I loved watching videos of him performing his poetry and rap. I highly recommend that you take a look. On these pages, there is so much to love. The friendship between Omid and Sammy is genuine. It's really great to see that on these pages. I loved learning a little bit about Persian culture, which Omid does a beautiful job of describing, especially Maimouni, their every Sunday family gathering. The references to Persian poets, Rumi and Hafez are lovely. Omid's rap music, just wow. The audio version of this story is outstanding and it is read by the author himself. It truly brings Omid's voice to life. There are so many times I just stopped and reread lines. Arya Shahi is a gifted writer, poet, rapper. Take a look at the episode notes if you'd like a transcript and other resources related to an impossible thing to say, including some videos of the author performing one of his poems from this story.
There are a few ways you can support this little podcast. Write a short review or tap those little review stars and or share it with others. We can connect wonderworldbookcafe at gmail.com or follow on Instagram. Thanks for spending time in Wonder World Book Cafe. I hope you can create time to cozy up with your favorite beverage and a book this week. Be curious and wonder. The world needs the light that comes from a world of readers. Thank you.